0: Welcome to the first ever uh, podcast of Caller Maddie. I'm Maddie Glick, your host, guide into the world that I live in. It's very exciting stuff. Um, this is really cool for me. This I started doing this show uh, at school. So for Skidmore College, I had my own radio show called Caller Maddie. And yes, it is supposed to be a play on words on the Barstool podcast, Call Her Daddy. Uh, we'll not be having the same sort of content on this pod. A lot more pop culture based uh, and a lot of really cool guests that have had big impacts on my life. So today, my older sister Zoe is going to come on the pod. We're going we're to talk about quarantine, things we're doing to stay sane. Uh, we're going to talk about what she's been doing during quarantine, really cool stuff. And then later, I'm going to give you my top five shows that I've seen during quarantine. I've watched a lot of TV, big TV person, as many of you know. It's a great day for a podcast. I'm excited you guys are listening. This is Call Her Maddie. Welcome, you listeners. I have my sister Zoe on today. Zoe, how are you doing? Hey, guys. I'm
1: doing well. Sun's out. Not much to complain about. We're done with school. So I wanted to do two different
0: specific things with you because you've been my quarantine buddy and all. I want to talk with you about what we're doing. Like what's our, I like to say schedule, um, but we don't necessarily have a schedule. But our kind of. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Like our our nine to five type of deal. What we're doing. And then I'm going to ask you, Zoe's been doing a lot of really cool stuff. I don't want to give it away. I want... To let her explain, and finally, I want to go through our coffee shops that we quick that we dine at um, and debate which ones we like the best.
1: So, first of all, what's our nine to five, Zoe? Give it to us quickly. Um. Okay. So we wake up, and then the first thing we always do is get coffee. Um, yes. Maddie always drives. Show <laughs> first season, bitch. Um. And then we come back here. Um. And we sit typically outside. Um, until like four or five o'clock, we'll both work out. I usually work out outside, um, for people that like yoga, 10 out of 10 recommend Core Power's online (laughs) classes. Sponsorship. Um, and then depending on how close it is to the weekend, some, some fun things might also be involved, more so on my end than Maddie's. Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 Um, last darty. And I do emphasize
0: "Dardian" air quotes because it was with five people. Obviously, social distancing. I did partake in my fair share of white claws and rose to the listeners of the pod. This was at my house. Um, I did not buy the alcohol and, cons- and necessarily consume it. I just don't want to get fined by <laughs> by the
1: by the uh, the laws. So continue what we're doing. Um. Okay, and then we typically for dinner, uh, we drive and pick up food. True. Um, I would say two nights out of the week. There's, more than two nights. More than two. No, no, no. I was gonna say like two nights out of the week. There's, there's anything else. Oh, besides oh, us oh, oh, yeah. Driving yeah. to pick up, um, and 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 you know like, dicey things happen to us <laughs> when we go out for these ventures. Let's,
0: Zoe. I want to talk to you about the bikers on Manuel Canyon Road and what you ha- What's your opinion on the biking issue here?
1: Um, you know, I think that if, if they're going to institute like a mandatory stay at home order, it should apply to the bikers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think share the road should actually, which is like what they say as uh-huh. like the slogan should just be turned into like, if you're a biker, get the fuck off the road. Whoa! You heard it on yeah, call or not? You heard it here first. Zoe, we are over
0: it. Yeah. The bikers aren't so great here. But we're having a great time. We actually, the quarantine. Zoe, explain to me. So, Zoe, um, to some of the listeners that, that don't know, that don't know, she's a senior or was a senior in college. Finished University of California, Berkeley. Go Huge Bears. accomplishment. Go Thank Bears! Thank um, I wanted to talk to you about obviously it's a sensitive topic, but what, how you feel as a graduating senior losing those final couple weeks at school. And how the quarantine, what you've done in quarantine to sort of alleviate the pain and some of the things you've been doing to get ready for your new uh, adventures. Wow.
1: So, (laughs) you know, the end was not great, but I think that everybody can say the same thing. I think seniors and, and students and working professionals alike, this event, Sort of put everybody's life on hold and change things for everybody. So, totally losing it—you know—the end of the senior year definitely sucked a little bit. But I think I've had so much time in the quarantine to kind of reflect on all of the time that I did have in college, mm-hmm. um, and I think in some ways this was um, this ending to college, so to speak, has has been, although unique definitely more time and more of a time for contemplation um to think about the memories i have had and and just my goals in life to come i think i've tried to find the silver lining which is an opportunity to just have a reset and a minute to just pause and debrief and and think things over so that's impressive you know if i i mean obviously i just
0: finished my freshman year at college but to hear that you are taking this time to really think over things and become a person in the world is not only a cool thing to watch from my end but it's a thing. Yeah, no, it's oh. an it's a great positive optimistic outlook on something that you could have spent the past 2 months sort of being mad at the world and upset but you've taken it by storm which is really impressive. And on that note, so As some of you know, we have an eclectic neighbor, Mr. Dr. Jeffrey Klausner, Teddy Klausner, Henry Klausner, Anna Klausner's father, as well as Tammy Klausner's husband. What's so special about the man? Besides his crazy hairdo and sometimes ridiculous things that come out of his mouth, he is an infectious disease doctor and has been on the front lines of the coronavirus fighting uh, what is sort of the impossible fight. He's not coming on the pod because I don't think I could talk to him for a straight hour. <laughs> but Zoe. Like a minute. Yeah, no. Zoe, explain to me sort of the things you've been doing to help Dr. Clouser and help sure. fighting coronavirus, the fucking worst virus we've ever seen type of deal. Zoe, explain, explain to the. Dr. For, explain Clouser to and the, Zoe Glick, explain the face to the, of COVID. Explain to the probably the four listeners, which are, which are Nana, Grandpa Bob, grandma and grandpa and our parents okay six seven listeners including you uh what you've like, been doing maybe
1: like hey ava <laughs> you know ava
0: i'm forcing her I'm hey prob- miss
1: ava you know i'm texting hey andy you know <laughs> you know
0: i'm texting these people sending out the <laughs> podcast and being like if you don't fucking listening listen to this Your our friendship's over you're dead to me <laughs> that's the type of deal i've been doing i'm like you either listen to the podcast or you're done but zoe actually tell me what you've been
1: doing um Okay, so I am working with Dr. Klausner's COVID-19 research squad. There are many (laughs) of us, um, and everybody is responsible for just updating some daily information, Um, and so everybody has, like, a couple of different things that they need to update, so, um, you know, on a daily basis, I'm just updating, like, one sort of master document, um, and I'm in charge of other countries for, for that specific thing. So I use a WHO's report every day and I just update numbers, um, you know, China lies. Uh, according mm-hmm. to China, nobody's died of COVID in two weeks in their country. So, you know. That's crazy that you've been able to chart and see different states and especially seeing the discrepancies in China's yes. data. So that's, yeah, China's lying. Um, and you heard it here first, Yeah, you, you heard Maddie. it here first. According to China, <laughs> one, one person has died of COVID in like three weeks. So. Imagine the Chinese um,
0: government shut down the podcast after one episode. Yeah, I mean, you
1: know, it's crazy. Yeah. So, what then, states have you looked at well okay so aside from the general document that i work on along with the rest of the team i individually do maps on a weekly basis of italy and then the united states as a whole and then different specific states um so we have looked at new york new jersey california michigan texas colorado illinois louisiana Uh, and two more that I can't think of off the top of my head, but, um, we get to look at, at that kind of stuff too. It's, it's super time consuming for sure. That's awesome though. So you watched, so how long have you been doing this project with Jeff? Um, I think it started, I want to say mid-March, mid to late March, pretty quickly after I came home from school. Um, So you've been tracking the coronavirus sort of from the start of our quarantine? Yeah, pretty much from the get-go. I would say it was two or three weeks in um, for for the United States. So, you know, places like Italy and China were already problematic, um, but I've kind of followed the the curve of a lot of places in the United States as they've gone from sort of non-problematic to sort of worse than that. So that's what we're looking at.
0: You know what's great about this podcast is we get to see the insight insights of Miss Zoe Glick, who's not only oh uh, smart but fun, pretty, and always a great time.
1: I've had a wonderful I'm... time with you in quarantine, and I'm happy you've come on the pod. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Like I, you know, I'm sitting out here, and you have a microphone to my mouth, and my dad <laughs> is also taking pictures of me at least he's not wearing the pink shirt no, i love the pink shirt. i love the pink but shirt, i too. just i feel sort of um honored and and like you know i just don't deserve this today you know you've shown that quarantine zoe deserves anything she wants
0: oh, so nice. we're gonna take a quick break uh after that we're gonna go and debate some coffee places in oh. los angeles and then I'm going to run you guys through some TV shows. It's a great episode that we have today. Th- Zoe, thank you for our short little interview there. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'll be back for the coffee debate. Don't worry. And one more thing that we're going to talk about is Zoe's projector. Oh, sure. And her sure, room. Right. We've got to talk about Zoe's room enhancements. Uh-huh. I just thought of that. Yeah, that's like also another thing. And maybe Trader Joe's. Yeah. We, we're we going to take a little break and then we're going to come back to we you. We have with more stuff. More content to talk about. You're listening to call her maddie we're back we have switched locations because my computer started to heat up in the sun as well as i also if you're listening i would love suggestions on music i'm not really sure the rights i have to play any of it i really do just my biggest fear is my podcast going up and kind of blowing up you know it's not going to but my biggest fear is it blowing up, and then I get sued because of the music rights. Um, but we're back with Zoe in her room. We're gonna, first, we're doing, we're on this, po- it's sort of a cool live podcast, I guess, oh, in really? her room. Because we're in here, and she's gonna explain some of the new details and things that she's gotten to, to make her space a
1: little more comfortable. So, Zoe, take it away. Uh, Okay, so at the beginning of the quarantine, I decided that I needed um, what I have self-proclaimed to be called light therapy in my room.
0: Emphasis on self-proclaimed.
1: Yeah, and so basically I have two sets of strip LED lights um, that are remote control, like operable, um, and I can change the colors whenever I want. I can make it alternating. Um, and they're pretty bright, so they light up the whole room. Um, and then I've also purchased some other lights that are rainbow um, that hang from a fixture on the side that change colors. So what else do we have? Um, some the, big, big the big thing. The big thing. Oh, right. And then um, the projector, which is the biggest purchase I've made um, probably since the beginning of quarantine. Um, so if you've been in my room before, I have kind of like a blank white Um, sort of flat area with blinds um, and it makes for like a perfect projector screen so I've been loving that lifestyle if you do not have the financial means to purchase a tv for your bedroom I highly recommend purchasing a projector for like a hundred dollars it it makes it vibey very vibey in here super vibey and just (laughs) definitely (laughs) solves the problem of like not having a big screen if, if you're into that Okay. So
0: we did our little room tour with Zoe, things you need to get off Amazon. So I, I feel like we've covered a lot of bases. We've gone through a quarantine routine. We've given you things to set up your space a little bit nicer and better. And we're gonna debate LA coffee shops. And for my listeners that don't live in LA, maybe one day you come here and you get to drink this wonderful coffee. One thing I would like to say and note and point out is that maybe I transfer, transform this podcast into a how to type of deal. You know, that's what we're
1: doing. We're giving the people tips, Zoe. We're giving the people what they need. And you know, like, I think for me, like a lot of my friends would say that 50% of the conversations they ever have with me are like um, DIY. <laughs> it's like, really this true. Is how you do this. See,
0: you know, I'm. One shout out to Avery, Katie and Kirsten, my housemates for the upcoming fall semester. 136 Lincoln forever. Pimps, what's good, bitches. Sorry for the little side note, but on specifically on that, Zoe is going to be the one that decorates my room at, at college, isn't that is isn't that right, Zoe? Yes. College might be over, but architect, well, it's not interior designer Zozo is not gone. No, never. And Racky Friedman. Zoe, ex-Racky Friedman, my auntie, is be old. bold, brave, yeah, and brilliant. Yeah, be bold, brave, and brilliant. She sent me that for my birthday poster. Um, coffee. Those, those two together, my room is going to look like uh, a masterpiece. Yeah. We're going to talk about some coffee after this short break. Did a little bit of room tour type of deal. Um, and now we're going to transition into that. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. We're going to talk about coffee that we've been getting, what we order at specific places. And Zoe, you're going to rank your, plate, your coffee shops. I already know what the order is, but <sighs> I just, I'm going to interject and say different things. So first of all, how do you think mobile ordering has gone with coffee? Uh, you know... And side note, sorry to interrupt you, Zoe. Zoe was also a bar- uh, barista at Yali's in Berkeley. Shameless plug for Yali's out there. Zoe,
1: explain your uh, barista experience. Uh, you know, so yeah, I was a barista at Yali's Qualcomm Cafe in Berkeley, California. Boom, bitch. Um, and I have a great deal of experience um, steaming every <laughs> other kind of milk except oat. Um, and I can make flowers or hearts in your coffee, but I can't usually control which of the two.
0: Get you a hoe that can do it all. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, so, Zoe, let's talk about mobile ordering okay. Los Angeles coffee quarantine so, edition.
1: So, I think in terms of who is the best at at doing efficient mobile ordering, I have to give it to Starbucks. Um, and yeah. I think Starbucks has always been the mobile order champion, um, and so I think for them, that is not something new that they've had to adapt to during the times of quarantine. Um, so I really, I like that. And then, you know, Alfred's in terms of being good for pickup, they're getting there. One of the problems is just that when the coffee's ready, sometimes you don't get a notification. Mm-hmm. Um, you we know, felt that. what I like about Phil's, which is also my favorite coffee, um, is that they have staggered pickup times so it's not like asap you actually pick a time so if they're crowded you're at home you can actually order for 45 minutes um like in advance it's really cool so we basically how the mornings usually go in our house is that
0: one of us wakes up the other will jump into the other person's bed and then we will exclaim proclaim that's the word Multiple times being like, I want coffee. I want coffee now. Trying to cajole the other person out of bed. But what's cool about uh, Phil's is that you can set a time that you want your coffee. So yeah. we can, we'll be lying lazy, schlumped in bed. And we can order our coffee for, I don't know, 1045 when it's 10 a.m. It's a, it's a cool app in addition. So Zoe, let's run through the three places. So my favorite coffee now. So I've become, as you guys know, I'm an Alfred's fanatic it's bougie it's cute it's everything I like like it's it, you can take pics with it but Phil's might be some of the best coffee I have ever had it's absolutely
1: fire I took her Phil's virginity she did that she did um so you know for me I mean it's number one Phil's always number two I have to give it to Starbucks and that's you know that's a varying opinion for different people but I'm a fan of like very sweet creamy drinks mm-hmm I love Dunkin' Donuts. Um, oh, Lord. Dunk, so, okay. But that, so, you know, Quick we sidebar, get quick sidebar.
0: Dunks, these are the times you need dunks. A Sunday morning when you need to clear out your system from Saturday night's festivities and or you have an 8 a.m. and someone, i.e. Miss Ava Keller, is <laughs> in need of a Venmo balance and will go to Dunkin' Donuts and request more than necessary in order to fulfill said payment. Okay. So Zoe, tell us what you get at Alfred's. Are you not an Al- how? You know what? Instead of asking
1: about the coffee, what's the matcha like at Alfred's? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I like, Al- listen, I like Alfred's matcha. And I think when you're talking about like the quality of the actual coffee grounds, I think that Alfred's has really good quality coffee. And I am by no means someone who is going to sit here and say otherwise. But for me, I'm in it for the fun. when it comes to coffee, you know, I love that extra flair. Um, And so that's why I just I can't really find myself in Alfred's well. But what I will say, I love matcha. And if you are really into matcha, but you are somebody who isn't super into lattes or large amounts of milk, I highly recommend Alfred's has a matcha Americano.
0: You can do that hot or
1: iced. So basically, it's just like a coffee Americano. So you just picture it's water with matcha concentrate um and i prefer to do that and then i add cream and sugar to my drinks um but i i do that more than than a latte at alfred's
0: uh so typically when i do alfred's i'll do a large iced vanilla latte with oat milk that's their classic drink absolutely delicious what i will say on each of these coffee places you just have to find your drink and yeah. honestly it just is good either way they all do the job when i get home i hit
1: the toilet you know, I know, but this is something that's important. Like, so Maddie gets like a huge oat milk latte from Alfreds. That that latte is seven dollars and twenty five cents. Um, I know it because I order it every day <laughs> on her phone. And then I get a drink that, in my opinion, is as good from Starbucks and as large, and it's like four twenty five. Well, that's Los Angeles for you. Yeah. It's Alfreds is a Alfreds is a brand. It's L A is. I love it here, do not get me
0: wrong, but if you're going to talk about brands, bougie, trying to get the it thing,
1: then you have entered the mecca of said status. And I think with coffee, people are different. It depends if your idea of the best coffee is like the most artisan, best quality coffee ground taste or if you're into flavors and fun additions I'm not fancy, even as a barista, I will argue for good quality coffee from Phil's and Starbucks until the end of time. Phil's is actually really cool. And yeah. one of the things that they do is that you can choose how much cream you want. You can choose your sugar. Phil's, They've, I always say, works a little bit more like a cocktail bar than, than a Yeah, that's a store.
0: really good, it's a really good comparison. And they're nice. I mean, it's down on santa monica between wilshire and what is it fourth street yeah, like fourth or fifth so or it is a little bit of, of a drive for you la people but it's nice like especially right now i love driving and so zoe and i get up we talk, we get in the car i drive like we're listening to yeah, music huh. i mean who gets ox is always a big debate but it's a good time down there I- i'm not a big santa monica fan i
1: I am. We're different.
0: Yeah. Zoe will bool with the Samo kids. The only kid I really hang out with that lives in Santa Monica is Izzy. Go Vikings. 17th Street, my guy. 17th Street. Um, And then I hit Montana but I don't
1: really go south of that. I'm not a promenade person. No, I mean Maddie's like a pretty much as fancy as it gets so she will stay within the confines of certain blocks and like won't cross over certain freeways because she likes I hey
0: I like Brentwood I like the Palisades you know I actually am not the I don't love driving in the Palisades I get a little nervous but Brentwood's great You, you can't go wrong you have John and Viddy's and Alfred's in one mile block radius. I mean, one thing I will say is I do get my sushi at Loli Tsakaya. Shout out the Valley. Shout out Andy Gilder. Those are my roots. And it's cheaper and better than Katsuya. If you disagree, fight me on this pod. Call
1: in or... Oh, you can't really call in on a podcast like you could on the radio. But that will be my next thing. We can, like, work on some kind of mechanism to have people, like, submit things for you to address at some point. Totally. I mean, I've been posting nonstop on my private
0: story about caller uh, caller Maddie podcast edition. Do
1: you call her Maddie?
0: And with that, we're going to take a short little break here. Next, I'm going to come and talk about some TV show I've watched during quarantines. Uh, here we go. i person. I watch, I've seen probably over a hundred shows. I watch a lot of TV. I think television teaches us a lot about humans, about each other. And honestly, for me, like, it's given me, it's taught me, it's interesting. Reading, I'm a big reader too. I like to read. I haven't read a big book series in a while, but reading teaches empathy. Um, you get engulfed in stories about characters and people that you um, you want to emulate their behavior and, and you learn empathy, basic empathy. You, you experience things from their shoes. And I think TV does that in such a different way. And I've watched four shows very different from one another and they each accomplish so many different things for you. So one of them is more of a serious intellectual highly action-based show with really good writing. Another is just Nick Kroll at his finest. Just great comedy. And one of them is just a teeny bopper show that I have enjoyed thoroughly while watching in quarantine. So I'm going to give you the rundown on four shows I've seen. I've watched some more, but these these four, especially for this audience, are great and necessary, I think, to watch and build your own different perceptions on life and our world. So first of all, I've started quarantine watching The Wire, which I will say, and I can do this, I'm going to do this another day, go through my top five all-time greatest shows. This would be one of them. The Wire takes place in Baltimore. It's an HBO show. uh, Mid or late 90s, early 2000s is when it is written, taking place. And it tackles, so each season tackles a different aspect of Baltimore life. So it's really cool. So the first season looks into... And opens up the story of the Barksdale Drug Organization, the Baltimore City Police, and what they're doing to uh, lower the crime rate in Baltimore, as well as lower uh, drug usage and the drug gangs there as well. Season two looks at the dock workers in Baltimore. Season three looks at... What is he? Oh, season three is politics. Season four is education, and season five is news. So it covers what makes up a city and makes up the crime, the uh, the sort of bad things that happen in Baltimore, and each of the different institutions that can affect that. Great show. It's serious, and the first couple episodes, it's hard to understand, but the writing is raw, it's real. I highly recommend that if you're into... That type of level of sophistication in your television viewing. I loved it, highly recommended. Next show I watched was Succession. This is just a great, it's fun. That is the definition of what I'll give succession. It's wealth. It's okay, so it's about uh, Rupert Murdoch, loosely based on the Murdoch Empire, Fox News, and um, the patriarch who is Rupert Murdoch and sort of his story and what it means to have that much money and who is going to take the throne as the heir, the successor. So it, we follow the Roy family Logan Roy and his three children, Siobhan, Kendall, and uh, Roman. And it is just a look into their family dynamic. The, it, the writing's great. It pits, it, it's a fun, you know, each sibling is pitted against one another for the, title of successor to the empire how i like to describe it it's basically grown-up gossip girl so it's hbo at its finest using their money wealth access to gain opportunity into a world that so many of us will never have the ability to be in so if you're into that type of shows and insights into the wealthiest one percent and the it's awesome because it's looking into the wealthiest 1% in our country, but it also looks at the 1% of the 1%. So highly recommend succession. If you're into that type of world next, I watch big mouth. I mean, if you need a show when you are bored lying in bed at night and just to crack up about what life was like as a middle schooler, big mouth is highly recommended. It's so many great comedians, Maya Rudolph, John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, uh, so many more and they voice uh characters or not characters they voice animated characters of teenagers and written by nick kroll i think it's loosely based on his experience as a middle schooler and they tackle sex relationships with parents um relationships with each other being a girl being a boy what that means in uh in the guise of puberty and the upcoming um, pitfalls of puberty, it's hilarious. It's all animated too, so it makes it a little less intimidating, and you're not actually dealing with real teenagers, which is sort of nice because you just laugh about how that experience was once yours as well. So I really like that show. I think it's smart. There's three seasons all on Netflix. The first two I forgot to mention, Succession has two seasons, that's on HBO. The Wire has five seasons, that's also on HBO. So there, are, it's a lot of really good viewing. The First, The Wire and Succession are both 40 minute episodes, so it wastes some more time. Big Mouth is 20 minutes, so you can burn through that in a bunch of sittings. Love those three shows. Next, Outer Banks, to my uh, friends that love Pretty Little Liars, Gossip Girl, that sort of Riverdale, that sort of teen-style drama. Outer Banks is created by Netflix, gives you all of the great things that a big production... Oh, Netflix is a production company. A streaming uh, streaming company And like Netflix brings, it sort of brings that um, big-picture, big-screen mentality. So the the filming of it is beautiful. I mean, you can tell that they spend money on this, but basically it follows four um, kids who live in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and it's a, it's a class, uh, it's a classic, like, uh, class-based argument, so it's the pogues versus the kooks, and the kooks are the rich kids, and the pogues are your typical poor kids, as you, as we'd like to say, and it's about their summer living on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, so the pogues are Tan. It looks like they haven't showered in weeks. They're having the time of their lives. No parental control. They're surfers. That sort of vibe. They're nitty, loyal to one another. Don't care about status or wealth. That's sort of their vibe. Versus the kooks who live in the out in the northern part of the islands are uh, class obsessed, wealth obsessed, uh, arrogant, self. Uh, greedy individuals so we look at that relationship and basically it's about four teens over the summer uh, engage in a treasure hunt for 400 million dollars of lost gold it sh- follows john b he's a pretty good narrator takes us through what life is like on the outer banks and his relationship between the coot being a pogue and navigating this treasure hunt while also navigating the world where kooks run it so he faces a lot of challenges it's a funny show I mean people take it seriously I did not take it seriously the writing isn't so great but it's funny it's fun it's sort of a good um little thing of candy as I'd like to put it 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 doesn't challenge you much but it's fun and it's a great show if you're looking for that and then final sort of bonus show I watched was Community it's a sitcom show it it was on I want to say NBC and then Went to Yahoo for one of its seasons. But that is the birth of Donald Glover. He's on it. Uh, Chevy Chase. Joe McHale. A bunch of really good actresses. Alison Brie. She's on it as well. I'm blanking on some of the other names. But it's a really fun show. It's hilarious. It's like it's an Office-esque uh, sitcom. I highly recommend that. If you just want to burn through six seasons of 20-minute sitcom episodes, and they do a really good job. It's hilarious. It basically follows a bunch of people that somehow are at community college now, various ages, from teenagers to um, a 70-year-old man in in the study group, and they become good friends, and it's about their trials and tribulations in community college. I also really recommend that. I really loved it. It was a good just sort of when you're cleaning your room type of show to watch. So that's my fifth bonus show that you should be watching during quarantine. And those are the five shows with the bonus of community that I recommend to watch. I love to engage people on favorite episodes, great scenes from each show. The Wire in one of my next pods, I'd love to do a bonus sort of, this is the scenes and things that I loved from the show. So. Those are the shows you should be watching. I'll do music at some point as well. But that's it for now. That's all for our show today. Thank you for listening to Caller Maddie. I'm Maddie Glick. Live from Los Angeles, California. Actually, live from my bedroom on Manville Canyon. I am your host. Thank you and good night.